Hello, and welcome to Going 19, the Stephen King podcast. We Today, we are going to be talking about Wizard and Glass, the Dark Tower, book four. We'll be discussing the last part of the book, so chapters eight through the very end. My name is Allie. With me are Amber and Ed. Let's start the show. Hello. 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 We made it to the end. Yeah. yeah, this was definitely the quickest read for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I finished on like Wednesday, I think. Um, so yeah, I kind of couldn't stop. And then I, I wanted to pick up the next one. I'm like, all right, nope, slow it down. So uh, started reading Fairy Tale a little bit instead, which is, you know, cool story, but it's not the Dark Tower for sure. I mean, it's not like there's a lack of other books to read in the meantime. <laughs> yeah. We were uh, hammered seeing Bob and Deb the other day. Yeah, Bob acts like he doesn't know about the podcast every time I tell him about it. Um, yeah, he's related to Granddad, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, true. They learned it from him. So, uh, him, they, well, I was telling him about it, uh, and they were, uh, they were like, does Stephen King have enough books to do, like, podcasts for that long? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not a problem. Is there any author, I mean ever let alone today who's written as many as he has <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Full length, like novels i would have to say no right i most I, people get like a handful in and they call it a career i would imagine although maybe it's just those are the to be i mean no matter what if the fact that we're hearing about all of his means that he's definitely better because even if they had as many we didn't hear about all of theirs <laughs> they're not any good nobody's gonna buy them then you don't keep writing them right because nobody wants them. Anyway, point is he has plenty of material. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I watch Coons is probably up there. But... Oh, that's a good point. Patterson. Oh, Patterson oh, for sure. That's but true. like a Patterson book is like a tenth of a Stephen King book. It's like, that's true. <laughs> well, that's kind of what I meant. Is it's like yeah, there are people who probably could match in quantity, but they're not matching in quantity and quality. <laughs> yeah. Patterson's a fun read. Like it's a fun afternoon. Like you know, the quick moving suspense. I'm not it's saying like a, he's bad. I'm just saying Stephen King is a god. <laughs> well, you know, hey. <laughs> not all that we're biased at all. <laughs> all hell, the Crimson King, right? <laughs> is he the Crimson King? <laughs> uh, you know, as I said it, I was wondering. Maybe he is. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I was, was going to make a joke, but I can't. I don't want to give too much away about the king, so we got to wait. <laughs> right. So, um, let me pull it up. Uh, Roland's love is over. I gotta say, I knew what was gonna happen, but I didn't realize how fast it all happened. So I was like, "Okay, they're they're fighting and they're doing this," and I was like, "Wait, they, he? I think you said this. He doesn't even get to go try to save her. Like it's just all happening, and it's too late." And I'm like, "Oh God!" Like it's it's like a gut punch, even though I knew it was coming. <laughs> It did seem to happen really fast. I was like, oh, here we go. Oh, there's like, oh, I'm remembering, like, oh, okay, now we're at this part. And then, like, the next page, like, oh, shit, that's over. Now we're on the next part. Like, especially, yeah. like, you know, I remember there being more buildup to the Charyu tree. That's like, what I was talking about. Like, all of a sudden, we were there, and I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, how did, like, I don't understand. How did we all get here? Like, the townspeople and me. <laughs> yeah, how did, Rhea suddenly become in charge of everyone. That was like, why are they listening to her? 
Uh, yeah, that bugged me. I was like, why? She's been like kind of the town pariah for years, and now she's in charge of everyone? Well, um, Susan, or someone, I think, did mention that it seemed like she was controlling people still. Like, whatever the, they said, like, whatever the ball had taken from her in, in um, uh, like, her, I don't know, energy, she, it didn't take all of her power. So maybe she's still able to, like, use some of her witchiness <laughs> somehow. Yeah, well, and she did drink Cordelia's blood. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. So maybe that's like refreshed her power source, for lack of a better term. It definitely did. And since this is the Dark Tower, uh, well, never mind, I can't say that. Uh, it was very vampire like, uh, which was weird. It was kind of adult. Wait, so wait, like, what? what is she exactly? Like, do, do most witches in, in a, you know, I don't even know how you define her. Is she like, she's just a, does she have any actual like witchy powers or is she just like know how to say the right things to the right people? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, well, they called her like the witch of the Highlands, didn't they? They did. But like, I don't think I saw her do anything witchy. We she did just... at the start of the book. A little bit with Susan, I guess. She can hypnotize people, but I kind of agree that I don't. Maybe it is. I don't know. I, I, I mean, Roland I, can do that, so anybody can hypnotize. Yeah, but I don't get the sense that she. Like, I do think she has some power. Yeah, I like she. You know, created fire. She was doing something at the top of the hill when Susan like came up on her. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And she like unlocked the box without physically breaking it. Oh, yeah, she has her magic box. I forgot about that. Yeah, and the little secret space. What was in the box? The, bo- the glass. glass. Oh, well, that wasn't her magic box. That was... Um... No, it was her. It was under her floorboard or whatever. I thought. Or under the bed. I don't remember. Well, he gave her the ball in the box. And she put it... In... I don't know. Whatever. So, I guess she has some powers, but I still think it's weird that... Uh everyone suddenly like she's in charge all of a sudden i also find it very strange that i'm like wait so she gets she you know uh, hypnotizes cordelia gets the whole town riled up against susan then goes and gets roland to shoot his own mom all because he the guy killed her snake like that's what you're upset about like what about your cat (laughs) well she (laughs) tried to kill the cat (laughs) that's my point i'm like this is so strange like maybe kind of had a yeah. I should say maybe it's just because she's like lost it at this point and she's gonna, you know, clearly holding on with every fiber, but I'm just like, okay, because she says that. She's like, that's what you get. How do you feel about killing my snake now? And I'm like, what? <laughs> that's your motivation. Yeah. Like not taking the ball away from her, not, you know, just kind of destroying a town. Yeah. Which even though that wasn't Roland, that was more like the big coffin hunters and her. <laughs> yeah, she really holds a grudge, huh? Had him shoot his own mom and, and everything. <laughs> it's like killing yeah, like enough. Can, I mean, can we, can we just call it a draw? Killing a human, <laughs> right? Right. Now Wait, two humans you? are dead. What did you say, Al? Oh, I was just saying, like killing a killing someone's pet is very different than having them kill their mom. Like one uh, of these things does not equal the amount of 
pain that the other brings. And having their mm-hmm. girlfriend burned to death. Mm-hmm. Right. Are we even at that point? Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, it's interesting that I remembered uh, as Roland was talking, like as many times as I've read this, I forgot that he shot his mom. And I was remembering that as I was reading it, I was like, oh, yeah, I know where this is going. Because he's like, if you'll, you know, if you guys want anything to do with me after I tell you this and all that, like, oh, shut up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's um, the part that he was most upset about, I think. I, well, you know, go figure. I can see that. But um, I was expecting Martin or Walter or something to have something to do with that, not Rhea. So I was kind of surprised. Like, oh, <laughs> we're still dealing with her. Like, I thought she was gone and out of the story. Yeah. Well, um, doesn't he say like he actually saw her one more time too? Yes, and he like made a face that made it sound like he basically killed her. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to read that part. Uh, I definitely want to. <laughs> I want to see Roland take on Rhea, and I want to see the guy Dan. I forgot. Basically, he just ends his story, but it's not over. Like he's in the the glass and he's like uh, and then we went home and I eventually got out of the glass well, wait 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 no what happened, <laughs> what happened? how'd you get out because you were pretty goddamn stuck last time I saw you <laughs> um so it, it was almost like he just got you know it's like well 600 pages I don't feel like doing this anymore so we'll, we'll just and we're back on the highway <laughs> sleeping in the sleeping in the city which I mean it, yeah, I did go back and reread that part early, like, this morning. Because I was like, well, maybe I misunderstood and they weren't actually in the thinny and they just were near it or something. But no, no, like, they step into it. And I was like, the why? Yeah, why did I take all their skin off? You guys were saying, why? Yes. I don't get how that could be, a like, a mistake, though, when, like, it was, you know, pages before that the thingy is, you know, eating people's flesh off of their bones. So, like, it, it's got to be intentional. I just don't know why it's not mentioned. <laughs> well, it's all, at one point, like, after when they're back on the highway, I think on the other side of the castle, he talks about the thinny lapping at the sides of the highway, like it was water almost. And so maybe, and I'm like, so is that what it was? It was, like, all around them, but not where they were on the highway but it was like surrounding the highway uh, no because that's... at the very beginning it was like she could because it was in Susanna's point like point of view at this point and she said I could feel when I stepped into the thinny it was like a bubble in the middle of my head and then the guys all doubled up like they were going to throw up yeah it just don't make sense to me. so yeah I maybe he didn't know where he was gonna go with that when he started writing it. Yeah, I, I mean, and like like Amber said, they're pages apart, so he wrote them like you know back to back. Unless he wrote them at like twenty years apart somehow, but I don't think so. Like he wrote the thinny that killed everyone, and then he had them sleeping in the thinny a couple pages later. So like <laughs> he knew what he was doing. It's not like he you know oh crap. Yeah, I forgot. Did I wrote that before? Yeah. The only thing I can think, it doesn't make any sense though, is like it's another part of like the world moving on. Like the maybe the thinny's less toxic because it's spreading everywhere. I don't know. Like <laughs> maybe. 
I'm wondering that. Like, the bigger it is, the more, like, the less danger it is. Dangerous it is. Which doesn't sound like any Stephen King thing I've ever heard, but sure. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> sure, we can go with that. <laughs> so, like, if it's if it has to spread itself over a larger area, it would dissipate more and not be as like how. You need to read the raft because every time we talk about Finney, <laughs> I picture the raft. I know. You, do you do that too? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. To me, that's the city. Like that's. You know, and since you have to retrofit everything to the Dark Tower, we're just going to head and say that's a city. Um, <laughs> watch Creep Show Two on Netflix. Cause I think it's the second story. It's called The Raft. Hmm. Um. So I yeah, and that's what I was. I guess there's different kinds of cities. Is the only thing that makes sense to that, or plus I would say the fact okay. that they're in the middle of it, around it, whatever, and like it's very loud. But it doesn't seem to be like hypnotizing them. Like it is. I was thinking of it too. Like the old, like the, like Cuthbert and Elaine almost walked into it. Yeah. No, but they're still, yeah. I don't, what noise is it making that it, wow. Well, what, my point was just that it's, uh, it definitely seems weaker in some ways. No, but they're still putting bullets in their ears, right? Didn't they do that? Yeah. yeah. It's loud, but it's not like, what I'm saying, what what is loud about it? What's making all the noise? I mean, what noise is it making? Um, the Hawaiian saw player noise. <laughs> <laughs> the fabric of the universe unraveling. <laughs> right. True. <laughs> well, I feel like that would actually happen very quietly because there's no sound in space. Yeah, but they're not in space. <laughs> um, aren't they? <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. Are they? <laughs> uh, yeah. What do I say to that? Maybe. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I think we spent enough time arguing about Finney's and Martins and Walters. So. <laughs> uh, there was another freaking. Uh, what's his name? Um. Oh my god! I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Oh, Martin. So, oh yeah. Uh, toward the end. Martin is like, well, actually, I'm flag now. And I'm like, wait a second. I saw that. Flag and the man in black are the same. And now Walter, I'm sorry, Martin and flag are the same. So that means Martin and Walter and flag are all the same. And I'm like, why is this happening? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Ali, you probably, and I, I think I texted you this, like, that scene where he's like, I'm flag now, all that is the stamp. Everything. Mm. From like Captain Trips to Flag to, I can't, I will, I'll get to it. I can't remember half the other references. So, like, the end of this book kind of turns into like a stand epilogue. All of a Abigail, something about, yeah. Meet, yeah, something about Abigail. Meet in Nebraska, the man uh, in, will be in Vegas, Flag will be in Vegas. Right. Meet in Nebraska. Never mind. I was about to say something. Uh. <laughs> so, then the note on the windshield of the car was more stand related. What was it? The renounce the tower or the no the um oh yeah the Abigail one that you were talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. that's yep. that's, ex- that's exactly stand related yeah it's not related it's straight out of the stand yeah ah. <laughs> um I would have liked to have seen the kid because I'm a big fan <laughs> maybe we could have seen his car on the highway when they were walking <laughs> did uh, we see any wolves <laughs> you know I mean it's flag. Right, 
we got flags, so there's wolves not far away. Um. Anyway, we're, I guess I guess we actually do have to read the stand after this now. Um. Not, I mean, after the tower, not after. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of uh, figured we wouldn't be stopping the tower until we get to the end. <laughs> uh, no comment. Um, <laughs> it may take a while. Well, yeah. <clears throat> and no, we're not. We're not gonna. Well, we're we're kind of taking a little side path after this book, but we're not. It's still all tower. Um. Just, it's more like enhancements to the story than driving the story forward. The next two we're doing. So, anyway, um, where the fuck are we in the story? I forgot. Chapter eight is uh, Susan. Yeah. Who... Sorry. Uh, how did she? She almost got caught by surprise. Like, how did you not, like? see this coming. How did Roland not see this coming? I'm, I'm kind of like, this all seemed very obvious that they were going to know if, if they were, if they broke out, they're going to know who helped them. Whether it's well, by magic or by you know, deduction. I mean, the only person who knew about, like, uh, for sure, I mean, who probably even suspected of, like, so Susan and Roland being together was Rhea, Cordelia, and Jonas, I think. So Susan would have been fine if Rhea didn't start riling up the uh, mob. Yeah, pretty much because I don't feel like. I don't well, and I think the reason that she got caught in the bad grass was definitely because of Rhea. Because I don't think I mean they weren't thinking to look for her at that. Like even if they knew that oh, she yeah, the, was something um, that helped them, they didn't know that she was still helping or like. Right. They were just trying to get away. It wasn't until they saw her in the ball in the glass ball that yeah. Jonas put it all together. Yeah, which if she had just been inside the damn hut, right? <laughs> well, who knows? It may have shown them inside the hut too. Well, it probably it would be harder to distinguish from the inside of a hut. I would. Think. Oh, that's true. That's with the red then, door. Yeah, I'm sure you the know ball the hut with the red door. Why is there just one? <laughs> <laughs> I think the ball could have handled that. Um, it's true. What did he say? It only shows the bad, not the good, or something. Yeah. Um. And the the uh, well, that's at the end of the story. The pipes were the the, were the wizard's rainbow. I didn't realize that uh, before, or I didn't remember it at least. Oh, the 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 organ pipes were all the colors of the the glass balls. Yeah. And the gates, yeah. Maybe it was the gate, yeah. Maybe it was both. I don't remember. It was both. And I gotta say, as long as we waited for uh, David Quick to come back, or not David, <laughs> was it David? Andrew. David was his great-grandfather, whatever. Andrew, yeah, TikTok. Yeah. Uh, he just kind of died right away. It was kind of useless. I don't think yeah. so was really alive. I think Flag was just kind of pulling him along. Just kind of zombie stringing him along. Weekend at Bernie style. Well, but right. also to what point? Because he didn't really do anything. He got killed super quick. I mean, maybe... Yeah. 
nope. I was gonna say maybe Flag can't hurt people, but he's definitely killed people before. <laughs> he's definitely hurt people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's I got a book you should read. <laughs> um, yeah, I it was like I was like, oh it, like when when you were like, you don't remember? And then I remember and I was like, Oh yeah. He's like the Wizard of Oz guy. And yeah. but I didn't remember what he did. Uh, I just knew that they lived, obviously. But he maybe, didn't actually do anything. Maybe he just likes to have, mess with them. Like it's just it feels it's such a random flag thing to do to like have the TikTok man as the wizard of Oz. <laughs> it's kind of a Walter Kittery thing to do. Well, whatever. They're all Aren't the they the same person? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, you know, hey, I'm not even gonna try to answer that question. <laughs> Uh, it's a man in black thing to do. <laughs> okay, yes. That that I like better. Uh it see, yeah, just just for the like sake of the shock value, I think he would get a kick out of it. So he would like keep keep this guy like not dead but not alive. Uh and I can't imagine what, if he is able to form thoughts and what you're thinking when someone's uh manipulating you, like just let me die. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, so he would put that him through that just for the laugh that he would get when Roland saw him again. Or maybe Jake saw him again. It would probably affect Jake more than Roland. Yeah. Oh, I think Jake was the only one it did affect because he was the only one that really recognized him. Yeah, he was the one that like started screaming or something. Where is it? I think so. I have to... Uh... I think the guy that plays Jake in the movie is the same one that plays the kid in the um, um, Under the Dome show. I can't think of his name, but I keep picturing him when we talk about Jake now, and I don't like that. Because uh, I can't picture him screaming. So Jake does a lot of screaming in here. It's kind of hard to... doesn't really seem to be his personality. <laughs> I can see Eddie screaming before Jake. Screaming, yes, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> so, and of course, we all know it was the skull that all I had to do was show him the skull, and like, oh, yep, he killed him. Yep, yep, there's no, <laughs> way that, there's no way that went any other way. Yeah, well, this is the town that also just you know, burned their like, I don't know, friend, the, the woman or the child that they've known since she was born. <laughs> Uh, well, no, I mean, this is before they, they burned her. Uh, oh, I know. But, you know, it doesn't take much for this town. <clears throat> I like how that Fran Lengel was, he, oh, no, he was just a horseman guy, right? He wasn't anybody. Well, he was, yeah, I mean, he was somebody. He was head of the Horseman Association, the one that was, like, helped kill her father. Well, there's nobody in authority. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's the one that told him it was Dearborn's knife. I'm like, I like how he's just stands there and just lies to their face and not yeah. care in the world. Like every one of these people know they're lying through their teeth. So I, guess, I don't... But they're all also, most of them are all lying to begin with because they're uh, tra traitors. They're working for Farson. Well, that's true. I guess lying's a way of life. Huh? <laughs> um, <Seems so. laughs> yeah. Whenever I think of them Roland talking about how they were too nice. I just think of that smile movie. They're all smiling at him. 
Uh, okay, I'm I'm trying to get through eight. There's not much going on here. It, so basically, so they go. Susan and Shimi are at the bar K, waiting for them to come back. Right, waiting for Roland and Cuthbert and Elaine to go do what they got to do, and then I- when they. They're not at Bar K. They're at the Badlands hut, I thought. Okay. I, I wasn't sure. Like one, the Red Door hut. Susan goes to Bar K to get the, uh, the gun. Yeah. Well, no, the gun was at the place, the other place. She she made like three stops. I don't remember what she was looking for at Bar K, though. Because remember, um... they tore it apart looking for... I know she was in Barkay because she like slept on the yeah on his bed. No, you're definitely right. And she was like, "Where would Roland?" Yeah, she was like smelling his scent or something. <laughs> I just don't remember what she found. <laughs> what? I just don't remember what she f- went there for. I don't pigeon. No. Um. No, oh no, Jonas were... killed the pigeons. Right? Yeah, they were dead. Oh, poor pigeons. They never had a chance. <laughs> I feel like what happened to Shimi? Did like so nobody noticed him, so he followed Susan and then he got her the horse and then she got caught and then he right, I'm messing up my timeline. She got caught by Rhea and they, they tied her to the thing and wheeled her away and Shimi crawled through the grass following them. What happens to him after that? Well, they said that um, he met up with them in the town, the next town, wherever they were. Oh, he did? I yeah. I, I was just reading that. Um, oh, Shimi? Yeah. Yeah, I'm having the same problem because like, I finished this on like Tuesday and Wednesday. Sure. Um, so Susan went to Bar K to get the uh, explosives. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. Right, the <laughs> barrels, right. Yeah. To get them out or to distract, to cause whatever. Yeah, so Jamie could distract, like, cover up the n- gun the, noises. The gunshot. That was pretty smart, actually. I didn't realize. What... Yeah. Um, that moment though i was like wow okay she just shot him like like she's never even come close to killing anyone before (laughs) i know she's like oh i liked him anyway (laughs) i love the rolling uh you know dave's wife made good tea apparently uh uh, yeah she turned into a murderer really quick i mean (laughs) no it's a gunslinger excuse me (laughs) oh she's a gunslinger too well, yeah, she's using Roland's gun. <laughs> well, she is part of the quartet, so you know, everyone, everyone he meets is a gunslinger, and then they die. So. <laughs> I guess she is. Well, she did. Yeah, so, uh, I thought that was a pretty quick turn for her. Like, yeah, I know she loves Roland and all this, but these are people she's known her whole fucking life. You know, like, she just met Roland really what a couple months ago. <laughs> uh, but it's Ka. <laughs> Call like a wind. Um, <laughs> yeah, Call is just, I don't know, fate, I think. 
It's bite. Bite. There you go. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> um, it. I don't know. It's it's convenient quite often, and it's. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like an excuse. Like, yeah, it's an excuse for bad behavior. It's Almost, yeah. Like she's talking to her dad in her head or something. If it's caught, there's nothing you can do with that. Doesn't mean that you, you know, you don't be stupid just because you, you've told yourself that it's going to happen. One way, I can't remember how he worded it, but just because it's caught doesn't mean you have to like give up all hope. I guess. Yeah. Um. You know, Eddie, um, I thought at this point had made very clearly how he felt about Cobb, but I don't think he's done that yet. Mm-hmm. He's got little snippets of it, but he he starts right, He starts going, fuck your car, and I can't, and I don't care about this, and I don't care about that. Well, he, I mean, he did that in Drawing of the Three. Mm-hmm. Well, he was still getting used to the idea of no heroin for a while. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> Withdrawal yeah. can be a deterrent to do anything. Like I want, he wants, I want him to know the game is over. No more castles. The real gunslingers are. <laughs> yeah, Jonas went from. I said that last time. Playing castles to, I'm tired of this shit. I think I guess what happened is Latigo started was on the way to get the tankers, so they didn't have time to play the games anymore. Or maybe because of the reap uh, bonfire, it was a very good opportunity to end the problem. Well, I mean they they definitely got the jump on them by you know going the day before killing the mayor, setting them up. But they the problem is is they just underestimated. Roland and and Cuthbert and Elaine um, from the beginning. So they didn't know, like, they already knew what the entire town was up to. So they already knew that they had to go and destroy all the oil tankers. And they already knew how to kill everyone by leading them into the canyon and the thinny. And it's like... Yeah, from like the date. I was just going to say, it wouldn't have mattered. Like, they were behind the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, they got the drop on them on day one, and they still underestimated them. (laughs) <laughs> you know i don't think i'd have been treating them like mere kids at that point yeah um and i was kind of disappointed that they did surprise them i kept expecting rolling to figure it out didn't when uh when they arrested him they, they like went a day early like i think you said and that was um can't remember it. It was they showed up earlier and they were sitting like rolling the fuck they were going through. So was, I do feel like figure it out. It was very I don't know. I mean he's not gonna get it every time, but it's like if everything that they're saying like I think they were actually saying is pointing to um the reap day, then like you should know that that's probably a distraction. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. saying he would have been able to predict when, but he should have been more on guard up to that. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, they came out to tell him not to show up for Reap Day or some shit. That's what it was. Yeah. And they were like, okay, great, because we didn't want to do that anyway or something. And I'm like, oh, no, you idiot. Why don't you know what they're up to? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's that's what it was. 
because of that they were like oh they don't want us there like that must be when they're moving stuff right but that was a decoy right i feel like it was very obvious that they wanted them to know I mean, I just feel like he should have seen through that. Uh, I guess he was 14. That's what we always say about like he's two yeah. years older than Jake <clears throat> or uh, three years older than Charlie. To, also, to be fair, like they're the town, like the big coffin hunters are way smarter than the town's like the sheriff. So like, I get why maybe Roland would have thought that they weren't that smart to try to, to actually have a decoy. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, he underestimated them. It's probably true. Well, but he also should have known that the big coffin hunters were essentially running the town by that point. Yeah. I think he did. But, like you said, he was 14, newly in love, maybe not thinking completely straight. So. Yeah, he did take a trip in the uh, you know the pink mist too. That can it might take a little while to get your head straight. Out there. I think I've lost all like idea of what a twelve to fourteen year old child is like. <laughs> uh, meaning because these twelve to fourteen year olds aren't normal, or yeah, because I'm like because they're adults, and then I'm like these like normal fourteen year olds don't think and act and behave like any of that <laughs> no i can't say i was on a quest to save the universe uh, universes <laughs> when i was 14 right? I, was, I was worried about i think my freshman year of high school the worst one um yeah his kids are very uh active mature maybe that's the word Mature is definitely a good word. I can't imagine being Jake and just like, I mean, maybe his parents weren't the greatest, but still. Um, I mean, that kid's died once. He's been kidnapped by mutant glowing green things and dropped into an abyss, almost eaten by a house. Like, that was his first day. Uh, I kind of forgot like, about the house. <laughs> Yeah, that was just to get where he was going. And then yeah. Mr. Mr. I'll never drop you again fucking gives him the gas or the next first chance he gets. Um, so yeah, Jake's been through more than anybody, not even close. I think Susanna really haven't I guess the bear they've been through, but that's about it, really, right? Well, Eddie had a gun shot, a gunfight. But that was before. That was just because his life was a mess. That wasn't tower related, really. Yeah. Well, and that almost kind of seems to pale in comparison because he was also still kind of high. Yeah. And true. a gunshot goes probably feels like it goes more quickly than a house trying to eat you. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. It's like a monster house every time now. Um. Oh, Amber's gone. I thought she was quiet. Oh, uh-oh. Mm. Um, yeah, I think she said that last time. The monster house. Let me just picture that. Hello. Yay! 
Hello. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but I could hear you, but it wasn't letting me say anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long you were actually gone. Like, Wait, <laughs> she's quiet. Why isn't Amber talking? <laughs> um, I'll tell you, ever since you said that, like that house that tries to eat Jake, I just picture Monster House every time. <laughs> Monster House or Stranger Things? Monster House, the animated. Oh, okay, yeah. That's true. I think Allie said that, right? No, oh, maybe. Maybe. Somebody's I don't know. I said Stranger Things. Um, anyway. <laughs> I guess as, they're like, who's Court? He's like, oh, he's the tough guy that Jonas wishes he was. <laughs> uh, the tough man in LG. Okay, every time I talk, I'm getting an echo now. Um, we're gonna have to start over, I think, because I can't keep doing that. Okay. All right, now I don't hear I, it. Yeah, I don't hear it now. Did you hear it a minute ago? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I think I'm gonna move on from Anchor next week. I don't, I don't know if the grass is greener, but I think I gotta try this one. Um. Yeah, Susan. Wait, is it Susan? Uh, somebody asked who's court. Oh, yeah, it's Susan. Like the tough man, Elder Jonas, only we see. <laughs> uh, a man like you never actually, what is he, never leaves the West. See me cracks. Key Youthbert. That's a pip, a real pip. He's laughing at his actual name. Yeah, but that's more proof, I guess, of how Stephen King wanted it pronounced. And I'm like, whatever. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. He does say Youthbert. Youthbert, yeah. When he, because uh, he, re- if you have the audio book, he reads uh, Went Through the Keyhole. And that's how I know about Youthbert and Roland Deschain. No, 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 no. Yeah, but that, uh, that's what I'm saying. That is just confirmation because Shimi is going Key Youthbert. Like, why else would you say it like that? <laughs> yeah, you would say Key Youthbert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think Shimi's one of my favorites. Can I kill him? Roland? I don't need him anymore. Well, why don't you save him? First? Oh, well, that's what I was gonna say, too. Shimi is like very much like Tom, <laughs> like Tom from the stand. Oh, 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 uh, just yeah, the... kind of childlike in that way, yeah. Yeah, like simple, but also clairvoyant um, and extremely helpful, like saves their lives. <laughs> <laughs> like couldn't have done it without them type of deal. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> you know, I'm sensing a theme. We got, we, got, uh, we got Tom Cullen, we got Shimi, and we got uh, Duddits. We got who? Duddits. Duddits? From Dreamcatcher. Oh, yeah. See, I don't remember anything from Dreamcatcher. Everybody hates <laughs> on Dreamcatcher. How do they do that? Um, he is the one that says, watch out for Mr. Gray. Uh, who, as it turns out, is named Bob Gray and is in a different book. <laughs> um, he's uh, it's same thing. He's like, I don't know if he's... Some kind of mental disability, and I don't. I'm not gonna pretend I know what it is. So, 
uh, but he's simple-minded like they are. I do like the way Susan, I think, describes it, where it's like, if Shimi is not firing on all cylinders, like, then everybody else is firing with an eighth. <laughs> yeah. Because that meant he's, he's smart. <laughs> How about Susan being pregnant? Roland doesn't even talk about that part. I forgot about that. I guess it doesn't really matter, because does Roland even know? Well, he told the story. I think he did. But when I did mean, she have a chance to tell him? She didn't. The glass did. How? How do you remember when Eddie said, how do you know every corner of the story like that? I don't think he, that was what I was going to say. He didn't know. When she burned oh, and he left, oh. he didn't know. Gotcha. But then the glass, you know, showed him what, like, you know, all the different viewpoints or whatever it did. And that's, I think, when he found out, like, later on. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> like, that horrible thing that happened to you is actually worse. <laughs> right? Remember when you killed your mom? I got a better one for you. <laughs> Jesus. I I thought she kind of mentioned it to him. Well, I'm looking at the part where she thinks about it, and it was, it was on her lips to tell him, uh, but at the last moment, she kept silent. She didn't want it. He... She she was like, I don't want this moment to be ruined because this there's a lot going on right now. She didn't want him distracted while he went to kill all the people in the city. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's what I was thinking about then because I thought that she mentioned it when they were like talking in the bad grass before he went to kill everyone. But there was also, enough for him to think. Okay. Yeah. I was just I was just gonna say maybe this is like an olden days kind of thing or whatever time period they're supposed to be in. But like how does she just know so fast that she's pregnant? I'm like, what has it been? Weeks? <laughs> yeah. She's only like... known in like three months, right? So yeah. <laughs> well that's first true. of all. <laughs> the timing of that would be amazing. <laughs> well, I knew your mom like six weeks. It, it just felt a little unbelievable. And I'm like, yeah, Stephen King, I don't think, I don't know. I mean, maybe it is that easy to tell, but I feel like a lot of women don't feel that way. <laughs> Not within the first couple of months, I wouldn't say. Yeah. And my aunt was like, you know, he used to do drugs. I'm like, yes, I know. That's why it is 1,400 pages. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I can sit him like sitting here writing, just picturing like Susan about to burn and he's like sipping his whiskey going, what if she was pregnant too? That would really suck, wouldn't it? So yeah, let's put that in there. I know I wonder if he felt like he or if Coke helped because he had so many ideas, he felt like he just couldn't get out. <laughs> I think it made his ideas longer. Yeah, when he yeah, <laughs> oh, that's he, true. He, it he talks about that like I think Bill Denbro is scared that he can't get all the ideas out of his head and onto the page in time before he loses them. Yeah. And I think that's something he goes through all the time. So I don't think the Coke actually helped him get more ideas out. It just made a lot more detail of the ideas that he had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing. Like, anybody who doesn't really read Stephen King but knows a little bit about him, they're like, he just has so much detail. And I'm like, yeah, if you don't <laughs> like a lot of detail, don't read Stephen King. <laughs> Yeah, well, and if you don't like long books... Well, like... yeah, that too. You can't even write she a short is... story that's not a novel. <laughs> Deb, uh, she read um, Later for uh, Book Club. Which, like, oh, man, of all the... Like, that one's not even that good. That was the one that was like... I was telling you, it was like the it remnant leftovers, because like they did the Ritual of Chud and all that. It was like, what? what is this? Why am I reading it 30 years later? 
but a much shorter <laughs> version, I must say. <laughs> um, so I was sad. I told her she needs to talk to me next time, and I'll tell her what book to read. Yeah, how do they choose that one? Because <laughs> they were like sixty-five bucks. Oh my god, how many of them are good? I was like, sixty. Mm, <laughs> they were like, oh come on, like oh well, not all of them, but I mean, you know, you don't get to sixty-five without a lot of good ones. Yeah. Um, and like later, I would say isn't a good one. And elevation, I can't decide. If I like that. Elevation is just. Uh, I mean, it should it should have been in like a short story collection. Yeah, it is like a short story that they just made into more pages. Yeah. So they could charge a book price because he needs money or something. I mean, the top of my list is probably revival. So <laughs> not because it's a bad story, though. To his credit, I just don't like it. <laughs> Well, that's different than a bad book, you know. Right, right. It, I feel like if it makes you so uncomfortable, you don't want to read it, then it was a really good book. I agree. Um, that's actually horror. <laughs> what? Well, now I can't think of them, but uh, I had a couple. I'm not a big fan of Mr. Mercedes books because they're more they're like crime detective novels, and then they get a little Stephen Kingy at the end, but it just feels hokey at that point. <laughs> Uh, Song of Susanna. <laughs> are we allowed to say that yet? <laughs> well, she knows about Susanna. No, now, we haven't so. read it. I haven't read it. <laughs> well, we have to read it. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And all the setup for book seven is in that. So, like, like I can go to book seven and go, oh, blah blah blah. Oh, okay. So we're here, but you can't. You have to read. You have to read how they got where they are at the opening of the last book. Uh, because uh, I can't actually say because. Actually. Because there's characters that are just dropped in the middle of places that you don't know how they got there if you haven't read it before. Oh, um, this is a really big circle around. But when you were talking about, uh, that just reminded me, how they just ended up outside of the the glass or the tower oh my god i can't talk outside of the castle <laughs> at the end of wizard and glass is like isn't that the point of the ball that it can move people places like i don't think that's that unexpected well they let's think about this they left midworld on blaine and went to topeka kansas but not our Topeka, Kansas. Well, and not Rollins either, apparently, because there was no beam. So, well, Rollins from Midworld. There is no, he doesn't have a Topeka, Kansas. Well, I guess, but then how did, okay. So, again, I forgot. So, Blaine just goes from Rollins, oh my God, Rollins world into Topeka. <laughs> apparently, right? Yeah. That's what happened. And it's, but it's a Topeka, Kansas, where the plague from the stand happened. So that implies that the stand also was not in our world, which is, I guess, a little comforting. At least not yet. Well, well, that's true. If it happened in one, it could happen in another one. Right? <laughs> so where are they? Right now, when Roland is done telling the story, they're on highway, whatever. But there's a well, they're back by the beam, though. So, wouldn't that be Roland's world? 
that's my assumption. I don't know. At the, do they see the beam in other uh, worlds? They didn't. I don't in, think we know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. In, hey, we haven't really been back to um, our world, their world, whoever's world is, New York. Um, so they, I look at it like they're in a world like ours, uh, and there's a big giant, for some reason, castle from the Wizard of Oz sitting in the middle of the highway, uh, and you can't go around it, and you needed shoes to get through it. How did they get out of the castle? The glass, the ball. It was, that's what you were talking about. So it was the ball that shot him out of the castle. Yeah, that's my assumption. I mean, that makes sense. Okay, then they could be fucking anywhere. Well, I mean, I feel like you're reading into it too much. Like the beam so far has only been indicative of Roland's world. Rose World have highways? Sure. They have everything yeah. cares. They have Hey Jude. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they did have highways because that was kind of how they got into Lud. <laughs> no, I guess that's true. They're on, yeah. Yeah, it's like a bridge off a highway. Um, okay. <laughs> and I guess it's all right, maybe I'm reading too much. I just always pictured it more of an old westerly feel where it didn't have those kinds of things. But if it had Lud and it had um, what was the other big city? Um, not Cole, not River Crossing. River Crossing. Oh. Was it River Cross? River Crossing was the old people, right? That was a little city. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. So I guess. Since we looked up and the clouds were pointing that way, we're back on path of the beam and we're in Roland's world, which is fine. <laughs> um, I was skipping ahead. I was still, I'm still in Hambry. I don't know why, but that randomly made me think we also, I think, have a mention of Thunderclap, if I'm not mistaken. Say that again? <clears throat> I think we have our, well, I guess it's hard to. Maybe I shouldn't say that because we don't really know what it is yet. But I said we have our first mention of Thunderclap. Well, I guess they said that's where the Dark Tower is. So it's like beyond Thunderclap, right? Um, I'm Doesn't it say that? On the other, like on the other side of Thunderclap is the tower or something like that? I don't remember it saying that. I like how, um, okay, well. Well, no, I think they were saying Thunderclap is where they expect to see uh, Flag again. Oh, yeah. Um, wait, what did you say? Oh, at the very end, Flag leaves them that little note and right. has the Thundercloud under it and they're like oh, um, what is this symbol and he's like I think that's where we're going to meet Flag next interesting uh, yeah it gets very uh, yeah, I'm not there yet I'm still in Ambry. Um, 
I like well the another foreshadowing. Unaware that he was both right and badly out in his reckoning. Unaware that for one of the few times since they left Gilead, he had lapsed into a teenager's disastrous certainty. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that he was just like, Susan and Jimmy will be fine. We'll be right back. Oh. It, it, it just, I don't know if it's because I know, but it, they just felt so unprotected. Like, no, don't leave them there. I mean, I mean, can, the one thing, and they even mentioned this, is like they kind of were just assuming the whole time that the glass, the wizard glass, is not up. <laughs> and if it is, then it's too late because that's even mentioned later on. It's like, and what if Elaine, the wizard's glass, shows them our plan ahead of time? And <laughs> they're like, oh, even Roland didn't think of that. I'm like, well, let's hope it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Kyle was the answer there. Kyle, <laughs> like, Kyle well, like a win. It does. <laughs> so uh, the assumption that, yeah, I agree. I think that they should have been, I mean, the thing is like the ball, the glass could have technically shown them anywhere. So I'm like, I don't know what the answer is. But like yeah, she was Made Jonas laugh all meanie meanie. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was straight. I had to reread that. I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, hey. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is Shimi's perspective. I'm like, okay, now, yeah. now I get it. <laughs> there were definitely a few sections where it kept, it's kind of cool, actually. I like it, but it kept switching narrative, it, like in the same paragraph. Like you go from head to head to head. And I'm like, this is strange. <laughs> yeah, I knew what he was, I actually did like it, but it was a, yeah, I almost had to read it twice. So like, okay, so now we're here, and now we're here, but it but it was it was like showing you the same thing, what was going on at the same time from many angles. So I, I like the way he did that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. You should have started each paragraph with the person's name or something. I mean, that would be helpful, but like, in, like in a play. Um. um. Uh, I I was just gonna say honestly I like I think it's better that he doesn't do that I like the the nuance of it. <laughs> well, it's kind of nice. Like, it makes you pay more attention. Mm-hmm. And you have to. It makes you put yourself into the characters' heads because you have to be like, okay, who would think this? Like, <laughs> yeah. I like how uh, Jonas is taking the ball back. She calls him a chari man. I don't even know what that means. Keep away from me, you chari man. And then for every step forward, Jonas's horse took Rhea shrank back a little in the cart. Wait, who says that? Rhea. Calls him a Charlie man? Chari. C-H-A-R-R-Y. Oh. Chari. Chari, Chari. I mean, I'm assuming it's something to do with death, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm not sure what that insult is, but I'm pretty sure it's not. She's not complimenting him. I guess she's calling him a deathbringer or something. I mean, that's yeah, accurate. Charlie Tree sounds a lot like Charlie. Oh my god, I I loved that part where he said, "I mean, you know, not a huge the." I was gonna say I'm not the biggest Shakespeare fan, but I love that <laughs> reference uh, where he says, "Um, oh god, I wrote it down like a Charlie." 
is a Charlie by any other name. A rose is a rose is a rose is a rose. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, this chapter is long. Chapter 8. Like 15, 16. Yeah, they just forget all about... So, yeah, I had that see me Stanley moment, too. So, one of the ones that Stanley is the one that burned Susan, or is it Shep? I had another one of those moments. When they're all putting it's their little bonfires down. It's Stanley. So, but it's Sheb in. Um, well, actually, I think they're both there now that I think about it because Sheb stops playing the piano and I don't remember he goes to the bar well he's in, he's in the bar I didn't well, think I didn't he was know. there at the end though yeah that's true when they were actually burning her because isn't so, it um well, it's mostly Rhea and Cornelia, but, well they get it started but didn't they all have like stuffy guys and torches that they were um yeah you know? But I thought Cordelia was really the one that like set her off on fire. I think she did. Yeah, how about her? Like, is she just under Rhea's spell, or is she just like, why does she hate her uh, niece so much? All of a sudden, my God. I don't know if it was that all of a sudden, but she definitely seems to blame her for everything that went wrong in her life, and I'm like, well, that's a little unfair. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's all of a sudden at all, but I agree with Allie. I think she's just a nasty person who only cares about herself. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And her, and her coins. She's mad because Susan cost her money, I think. It's really yeah. what it comes down to. Oh, yeah. I cannot believe that when she was like, oh, she ruined all of my dreams. And I'm like, oh, excuse me, your dreams were pinned on this 16-year-old getting or sleeping with the mayor? Like, come on. Right. These dreams that started with you killing your brother? Yeah. yeah. Like, congratulations on being one of the worst humans alive. <laughs> she, like I said, she just kind of kept getting worse as the book went on. Like, you know, you're not exactly lovable to begin with. And... It does make me wonder if, like, Rhea, Rhea was somehow using her the entire time. Like, like oh, I, that's true. I do think her aunt was nasty, but maybe she was, like, being pushed a little. Well, it, maybe, but when, like, Rhea wheeled the cart up to her half dead and, like, sucked her blood, like, she didn't really know. It didn't seem, they didn't seem too familiar with each other. I don't think she even knew who she was at first. Well, she definitely knew who she was because she was like, oh, Ray, like, we're we're not close, but I hate to see you in this state or something. But yeah, plus Rhea's the one that told her about the boy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I guess they do know each other. Um, maybe she just didn't recognize her because Rhea was all shriveled up till she... <laughs> Started oh, feasting on Cordelia. I think that's exactly what that was saying is that she just looked uh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah, because like... all, all Cordelia could see was a like a bony hand. Right? It's like something out of a Stephen King book. 
<laughs> the, the bony skeletal finger coming out from under the shrouded uh, arm. Scratching on the glass. Uh, what? So, yeah. So I, I, I just, I guess Cordelia just fed Rhea. So then we have the um, the thinny shoot out, which again, God, it just all happened so fast. Like, like I knew this was coming, and I waited so long for it, and then like, wait, that was it. Yeah. All right, well, everybody's dead. Couple, you know, they. I didn't understand totally. So it's a box canyon. I get that, which I guess means it has a sloping bottom. So by the time you get to the bottom, you can't get out the top. But they were climbing up the ridges on the side. So the back wall, I guess, is where the thinny was, or was it on the ground? I thought it was kind of well. In, like in the middle on the ground. Yeah, so they were like sliding on top of it and then getting like absorbed. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you need you need to go see the raft. Uh, <laughs> and the, but they lit the brush on fire at the other end. Why didn't they just run through the damn brush? I kind of didn't see that. Like if I got the thinny on one side and some smoking bushes on the other side, I can tell you which way I'm running. Um, but they were acting like that was a full stop and they were trapped. So I, I guess maybe I just pictured it wrong. Well, maybe I mean, you're going to get killed either way. You're just either going to get consumed by a thin or burned to death. And Slap. like there's no yeah, smoke we're, we're outside so the smoke would just, you know Yeah, but if it's dis- in a box dissipate, and it's still being contained in a way. That's what it seemed like. Like it wasn't going anywhere for some reason. Yeah, because I mean, think about it. If you have papers loose on the ground versus papers in a box, if the wind blows, the papers and loose on the ground are going to move, but the ones in the box won't as much. Yeah, I guess if there's enough, well, live uh, plants will smoke a hell of a lot more than dead ones. Yeah, I don't. Uh, so either way, uh, it didn't end well for uh, those people. And then he's who was the one? Wait, who was the last one that died? We got it from his perspective until was it? Jonas? Oh, like the the no, uh, Langle, maybe. Yes. Yeah, that's what it was. He galloped toward Hashran through it. Oh, that's the end of Jonas, too, which was kind of... Also uh, quicker than I thought it should have been. I think that's that's what I was thinking. That's what made it all feel so fast. It was like, Jonas is dead, and the pap is dead, and then, you know, the tankers are blown up, and then everyone else is dead, and then Susan's dead, and it's over. (laughs) (laughs) Jonas does the same thing Rhea did. He takes the ball, like, come on, closer, and I'll smash it. I I mean, yeah, I'm not buying that. I'm going to shoot it out of your hand. Also, um, but the ball does maybe seem to think that it's fragile because it, like, doesn't want to be shot. I don't know if that's what that was supposed to be. <laughs> like, where it said it went dark, but maybe that was just a coincidence. I think... 
I think the ball knows what it's doing. It goes dark when it needs to. <laughs> Arthur Eld himself come to take me. So how does Jonas know what Arthur Eld looks like? Pictures of it. Doesn't have yeah, been paintings and stuff. So Roland looks just like Arthur Eld. And Jonas is not. What happened to uh, Clay? I don't remember. Did he end up? Did he make it out? Yeah, he went. Um, he, he went to the other town. No. Oh, that's right. Him and Coral got together with a bunch of other people, became a bank robber, and then they got. Uh, I think Coral got shot in the shootout, and he got hung after a trial. Coral. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing a story about her too, like Old West Campo. <laughs> He was like, you know, you're crazier than uh, I expected her to be. She was just a, you know, small town bar owner. She was, uh, couldn't wait to get freaky. I, mean, um, I feel like you have to be crazy in that, especially if it's supposed to be like old west type. <laughs> yeah. I guess it can get real boring real quick. So the romp is the Whatever that animal was, I don't remember what it was. Like a deer. I like how he says uh, deer. Sheb, who would be happy to go on drawing breath for another thousand years if the gods allow, quit his piano bench at once. Like, mm, you know what? I think he actually did, didn't he? <laughs> if the gods allow, you mean Stephen King? <laughs> right. There's only one god we got to worry about here. Uh, <laughs> but he gets shot by Roland a thousand years later, and what's its face, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what a what a weird I think uh, isn't he the one that uses Allie as a shield too? The I think so. Yeah. In Hambry. No, in Tall. No, he like in pulls tall. her in front of him. I mean he's definitely oh, the, that is the one that Allie's runs the one into the that, room after uh, he and she and Roland. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was the one Roland slept with, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like, Alice, I don't know. <laughs> then she's like walking down the street like a zombie, and he shoots her. Like, um, yeah, I think Sheb did do that. Nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kept him. He kept him around a thousand years to do that. Uh. Then Rhea. So yeah, that's the. I mean, there's not much more to say about the gunfight at the corral. But Roland's how like he's halfway up the wall, and like it's like a light bulb goes off, and all of a sudden, I can't remember how it happens, but he all of a sudden realizes that oh my god, they might blame Susan for this. <laughs> we have we have to go, and then he. The, the thing the rainbow the. The pink ball showed him something, and it, he remembered it suddenly clicked, I think is what it was. Yeah, it, I remember he thought about, uh, I think it was Rhea, or somebody saying, I actually remember that part because I thought it was cool. He was hearing two things at once. It was like, um, I, I don't remember, like Rhea's voice along with uh, somebody else who he had just talked to. And he was like, oh, crap. I forgot about Susan. <laughs> How nice. Yeah. And then he's like, hurry, there still might be time. God's damn you. Uh, 
But then, like, I think he gives up that. As soon as they get up to the top, he's like, never mind. We're not going to make it. Give me the ball. Like, why? So you can, like, watch her die? Why would you do that? Oh, that's what it is. So he says, um, it may you climb, goddamn you. It mayn't be too late even now, but he knew better. Demon Moon had risen. He had seen its orange lights shining on Cuthbert's face like delirium, and he knew better. In his head, the lunatic buzz of the thinny, that rotting sore eating through the flesh of reality, joined with the lunatic laughter of the witch, and he knew better. Death for you, life for your crop. So that's what I was thinking of. Like the thinny was was trying to trick him by saying it was too late, but then also he was like, oh crap. Remember what Rhea said? He was like, I don't think the thing he's lying this time. <laughs> yeah. Makes me think of trash can man every time I hear that. <laughs> Death for you. Life for you. Right. Yeah, because it says, <laughs> yes, orange, the thinny buzzed inside his head, laughed inside his head. Orange as twas when it rose on the night you came out here to see me and count me. Orange like a fire. Orange like a bonfire. Yeah, I like how it talks, though. So oh, it's remember like, that time you came to see me? Well, I was just saying it's the talking about the fire. So it's like putting the idea of the fire in his head, and then he thinks about Rhea, and he's like, "Oh, fire, stuffy guys, <laughs> you tree, oh crap." <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Like, yeah, that's the first time you like made that connection, stupid. <laughs> like, we have this thing we do every year where we burn people. Uh, well, I don't, I couldn't understand, like, I got the impression that that was an old tradition. I don't think they've actually burned anyone in a long time. Well, yeah. when I said people, I didn't mean necessarily live people, but they did refer to, it, you know, it, it, it has happened when the need has arisen, but it's not. Well, a, that's true. But, yeah, but they all have the stuffy guys that they burn. So they, yeah, they have this ritual where they're burning uh, uh, things, people, effigies uh, every year. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's better than uh, you know, killing a bunch of people every time the dong the the bell goes off, whatever the drums. Oh yeah, <laughs> have lots of dongs. <laughs> that was that was Winston. Would you kill what? Would you kill Winston for? That was mean. <laughs> Just the matter of factness of it, like, oh come on, we were, he was gonna play softball with us. Or <laughs> yeah, like we had plans for dinner tonight. What the hell? <laughs> and he's like, uh, Winston was trying to bash my head in. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, all right, well, come with us. <laughs> I like how the donkey's biting Shimi and those crack me up. He's like, Cappy <laughs> had a difficult 24 hours, and he hadn't much like to see the author of all his misery lying on the grass taking a nap. So we bit him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes okay. I, I can't tell, like, because nothing with Stephen King really is on accident. And I'm like, what is he's supposed to be four. Like, are, am I missing something? <laughs> yeah, but like, we're getting the mule's perspective while Shimi's talking to it. Like, uh, okay. It's interesting. Oh, I agree. I just want to make sure I'm like, is there like a hidden meaning? <laughs> yeah, like, do I need, yeah. So should I be paying more attention to this than I currently am? <laughs> is, is, it, is there a reason this is the mule's perspective, or is this just him drinking more whiskey? Just wait. <laughs> you always I like how like Shimi didn't want to curse and then he finally did. He's like, son of a bitch. And he got it out. And then he says it like every chance he gets after it was a son of a bitch. <laughs> that hurts like a son of a bitch. You're a son of a bitch. 
Well, he even says it. Uh, I'm going to call you a son of a bitch as often as possible. He, no, he no, no, no. The narrator says that. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, after he curses, he's like, he finds out what everyone finds out when they curse it. It does make things better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Cursing does make things better. I've been saying it for years. Um, so, well, I did a lot of reading without much highlighting in that part. I'm definitely a little scared for Ole now, though, after Roland sees him impaled on the tree in the pink mist. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. I was happy when Ole came back. When, when, when the story... I mean, uh... Like, oh yeah, Ole. And... There's definitely uh, a part of me, like, I missed them a lot, but there's a small part of me when the story was over and we were back where I just was like, oh, I miss Hambry. I miss Magus. <laughs> uh, it was fun, you know, it was classic small town, uh, us against them. You know, we got this side over here. We got that side. We're on a battle. You know, it's like uh, the mist or... Uh... <laughs> Not the first one I would have thought of. But... Well, you know, you have the the, the dome, Mrs. Under the dome. The Mrs. Yeah, under the dome, Mrs. Carmody. Um, yeah. And the religious nuts on the one side. Uh, so yeah, that was fun. I mean, so there's a there's that weird sense of foreboding over the whole thing. I, I don't know if that's because like the whole time I'm like, oh, like like Allie doesn't know. Like oh my god, she's gonna burn to death. Alive, they're gonna burn us. <laughs> you sound so excited. <laughs> yeah, well, not excited, but like, oh my, a little bit. Like, I was excited for her to like get to the end and go, oh, all right, so. <laughs> well, I also think it's interesting is like, again, we all knew, I mean, I assumed, I, at least when I read it the first time, I knew Susan was dead, but that's, oh, not, yeah. that's not even the worst part of that story. <laughs> Oh, it's like that's not even really like why he's keeping it. <laughs> I like how Roland goes in the glass ball the first time, and then you know they get him out. And he's like, "Yeah, well, the ball showed me a couple things. So I'm done with Susan. So I'm cool with that. Uh, we're going this way. She's going that way, and that's going to be the way that's going to be." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. Uh, it, like he had. Like, I don't feel that bad for him because he had already moved on. He was like, "Yeah, I'm not her cow anymore." So we're going to the tower. Uh, change of plans. I'll tell you about it on the way. Yeah, that just seemed real strange. How it was such a sharp like. Oh, never mind. That she's she's you know her life will be lived as it will be lived, and I have nothing to do with her anymore. Right. Um. So that would have been awkward if she'd have lived, huh? Because she's got a baby <laughs> and all that. <laughs> Maybe Roland wouldn't have gone to it. <laughs> Right? But like, well, I hope the stroller has wheels because we're walking. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was funny. Like, he had already moved on. And then he was like, oh, she's going to die. Shit. Uh, so he goes right back to the uh, to the ball. And he never, we never see him get out of the ball after that, right? They just, like, throw him on the back of the horse and walk back to the next town. 
basically. Yeah, they said that like they fell into a deep sleep, but when they woke up, Roland was sitting up. <laughs> so we get our first real. Yeah, it does kind of shift all of a sudden, but the the tower was kind of a vague, uh, I guess, reference in the background up to this point. But now, like, the ball's showing him directly, and like now it's front and center. Also, I think it's it's either Cuthbert or Elaine makes a comment like, you know, we all know, or we don't even know if the tower's real or not. That's just what they tell us, and I'm like. Is that how all young people feel? Or is it like, is it not, is it maybe not uh, as much of a staple in their time as we thought it was? <laughs> yeah, true. I don't know. Like maybe no, it wasn't I don't, I don't an think, obsession like, until Roland made it an obsession. I don't think the common man knows about the dead existence. I would have to guess. Yeah. Well, it's not just that, but they were saying like, like it's a it's a myth you know what i mean it's an old wives tale whatever <laughs> yeah like a fairy tale that yeah. turned out to be true end of the podcast everybody say bye bye bye, bye.